Yeah, we're just going to try again. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, YouTube won't allow the pictures anymore because they're copyrighted. Or oh, whatever. is that what it was? You think yeah, that was it? You I, actually I got, the, you got the strike? Or whatever, you got the takedown notice or something? You got an email from them? I, I don't know if I have a strike. I hope not. Well, I would say you probably don't have a strike, but that's probably why the channel, you know, that's why the, the live stream probably got taken down was yeah, let, because of the pictures. Let me check real quick. Dun, dun, dun. Is everybody back in the chat? Uh, I'm not seeing anybody yet. Already five people watching, so that's a good thing. Oh, good. Hey, there we go. I'm seeing the live part. Okay, now I'm showing up for this one. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, good. Hold on, because I can't even see the other. It's not even here. Yeah, it might have gotten shut down completely. Skelton, what up, buddy? Yeah, it got completely shut down. Oh, oh wow. That. Yeah, it, it, dude, it, it had to be. I'm, I'm thinking it had to be because of the girls. Oh, God. Yeah, Karen at YouTube is mad. No shit. No uh, shit, Dre. Now stop, Dre. Oh, for two bucks. Thanks, Dre. Karen at YouTube is mad. <laughs> okay. That's, okay. Probably, that, that's what I'm thinking happened. And here we are like a couple of boomers still blathering on. And I'm like, why is the chat reacting to us? That's because we got taken down, I guess. It got shut off, yeah, whatever. I, I, Karen at YouTube to... got pissed. Okay, guys, hit the like button. Tell YouTube we are still on and tell YouTube our content is great. That's okay. right. Let's get right back into the topic. Do shared interests matter? I say no in the long run. It, it tends to be habits and certain values that matter more, as in spending habits, uh, health habits. Yeah, lifestyle habits, basically. Lifestyle habits, Trump shared interests she could be sh interested in art uh fantasy novels i really don't oh, care yeah and and you know i i kind of wished we'd opened with that part right there because that you made a great point and i agree with you 100 percent, jack uh my ex-girlfriend was very crafty artsy uh read fantasy novels all that shit and she tried to get me into it and i was just like no not my cup of tea, not my thing. You know, I, I'm, my creativity comes out like doing shit like this or riding the motorcycle or shooting guns. That's, that's how I do it. And so in that sense, we didn't have shared interests. You know, it was more lifestyle, more values, I guess, that we were more in alignment than, than it was shared interests. She had her own shit going on. You know, that it's like, hey, yeah, you do that shit. That's your thing. I'm happy for you. I'm going to go do my thing. And and it worked out other than the gun thing where she wanted to be a part of that. And same with motorcycling. Mm -hmm. And so, and she came along to that. It was just, well, this is what I'm going to do. Do you want to come along or not? Well, yeah, I want to go. Okay, then get on. Let's go. And then, oh, wow, this is a lot of fun. It's like, yeah, now you understand, mm -hmm. you know, but that was me. Well, you're absolutely right about that. And what I tend to see is that guys rely so much on their woman for entertainment. Like, guys, why are your friends? She's not your friend. She's your partner, lover, whatever you want to call it. Well, I think that's a big part of it right there. It's guys get alienated a lot of times by choice. They made mm -hmm. the choice to drop their friends or whatever because 
pussy, you know, Hey, I got, I got a girl that she's nice. She smells good. She feels good. I like feeling, you know, I, I feel good when I'm up in her, all that kind of shit. And so they drop their friends because, wow, you know, I'm getting pussy. So I'd rather hang around that. And then when she leaves, then they're like, well, fuck, I got nobody. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of your own fault. You you got to keep your friends. You got to, you know, you got to have a life outside of your woman. Mm-hmm. You know? And and the and the shit that she is usually interested in, it's like, uh, dude, even my ex-wife, the shit she was interested in, it's like, no, I you do that, I'm going to go do something else. I don't want to be a part of that shit. That shit, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, to me that shit was stupid. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, just no. So well, I totally agree with that. And what tends to happen even more is that instead of her sharing your interests, it's the other way around. All of a sudden, the guys turn into knitting or uh, what's what's that show called? Whatever. Uh, you name something. The the MTV shows and the Kardashians. Oh, and the guy yeah. ends up sitting there on the couch with her like, Oh, she liked watching this, so I better start liking it. Instead of liking their own thing and letting things run their course, no, it's the them stepping into her frame. Mm-hmm. And no, throwing no. values all out of the window. I mean, probably known guys who are minimalist, meet a girl, and all of a sudden their spending habits go through the roof. Right. And And, and I think a lot of that is... It's, it's that insecurity, that fear of loss. I better go along with what Mm -hmm. she's doing because if I don't, she'll get mad and she'll leave. And then where will I be? I will be all alone Mm -hmm. and oh my God, can't have that. And it's like, no, no guys, no, you don't just do your thing. And, and as long as, yeah, if it's values that, yeah, yeah, we're both, you know, we both believe in minimizing our spending habits. Okay, cool. You're on the same page. Uh, you don't, you don't need to, you know, don't, don't capitulate. Just, just do your thing. You know, you don't need to be a dickhead about it. Just, you know, oh yeah, I'm not interested in that. You, you go do your thing. I'll go do mine. That's, that's how mm-hmm. I always did it. You know, it's just like, oh, I'll, I'll do my thing. You know, I'm going to. You want to get, get crafty and make a bunch of shit. That's cool. I, I support you in doing that. That's your thing. But am I going to do it with you? No, I'm not. I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah. Jesus. Well, there you go. Reason, Chesty nailed it. Scarcity mindset leads to simping and wasting time. There you go. Well, especially the wasting time thing. And for mm. some odd reason, they... It's like a leech. They suck on the girl for validation. There you go. Because like, they don't have their own hobbies. They don't have their own interest. So they copy everything of her, hoping that is what's going to make them valuable to her. Well, the only thing you're doing is becoming her girlfriend, which you don't want to be. Right. No, I'm gonna take a bathroom break, break real quick. Entertain All the right. tips. Oh, that that'll be easy. I'll just go read what the shit they're saying in the chat. All right. So, yep, the she shed out back. Yeah, no, not no. Just like capitulating and oh well, 
it was you bought the house, but you get your man cave. Right. No, that no, it's not going to fly. It's my house. My whole house is the man cave. You just live in it. That's kind of how I've looked at it. Maybe not in those exact words, but it's the same idea. When my ex-girlfriend lived with me, yeah, I let her, you know, do a little bit of minor decoration. I wanted her to feel like it was her home as well, but it's like, you're not remodeling the entire house and, you know, putting up a bunch of, you know, frou-frou shit up. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you want to hang a couple of shelves and maybe a different shower curtain, fine. But you're not repainting the fucking walls. Not, not, no. Mm -mm. There you go. That's it. But yeah, it's values over a shared interest for sure. So what else we got in the chat? What else going on here, guys? How about going to a Hobby Lobby for cosplaying supplies? No, no, no. Yeah. Man, next the weasel stories. The weasel stories. See, it'll get Jack fingered by the coppers. See, yeah, the death by a thousand concessions. There you go, Fiddlefort. Yes, that's correct. Let's go to the scrapbook store and buy paper. No, uh, nonstop Dre. Yes, I was married at one point. I got married back in 07 and then got divorced in 2015. Uh, didn't want to be married to her anymore. So, yeah, that was back in my simp days, back in my chump days, for sure. The, the guy I am today is not the same guy I was back in 2007, that's for sure. So, yeah, we all have our origin stories. We all have our, oh, God, what the fuck was I thinking? We, we all have them. And I've had other guys tell me their stories in person or tell it to me in private. And it's like, yeah, I remember when I did that. Stop doing that. You know, that's that's what it is. You're not going to be perfect. You're still going to fuck up occasionally. It's life. But you, there's certain things that you learn because usually you go through them. And or if not, then be count yourself lucky. And you learned from like a guy like me that, oh, God, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. So, uh, okay, Skelton. Yeah, we'll talk tomorrow. Definitely. You can tell me your story about last weekend. So did what I have to pay alimony? No, no. Well, yeah, nonstop Dre didn't realize that I've, I've been married. He didn't know that. And so he's okay. been asking a couple of questions. He's, he just asked like, did I have to pay alimony? No, I did not. I was one of the rare ones. She did not initiate the divorce. I did. She did not want the divorce. I did. I was the one that I wanted out. And I was willing up to a point that I only had a few things, only a couple of stipulations as far as the divorce went. I told her, you could take anything you want out of the house, the furniture, the appliances, all that bullshit. You can have it. Every last stick of furniture. I'll get more stuff. It's just stuff. You're not getting the house. I bought the house myself. I had it before I met her. I will fight for the house. You don't, you don't get the house. You don't get the motorcycles. Those are mine. Those are in my name. They're paid for. They're mine. You don't get the guns because the guns are mine. You don't get those. Those were the things I would fight for. The Anything cats. else? Well, no, not even the cats. It was like, you want the cats. You can have them, but they're a package deal. You can't just have one of the cats. You got to take them both. 
And she didn't want to do that. There was one cat she wanted. She didn't want the other one. And I was like, no, it's all or nothing. You take them both because don't split them up. You were the one that brought the cats into the house. You were the one that wanted the cats in the beginning. You don't know. You don't get the pick and choose. You either take them both or I'm keeping them both. Well, I got the cats. She got the dog. I was fine with that. You had because, a dog? Yeah, we had a dachshund. Uh, great little dog. But I also know the dog bonded more with her than it did with me. And mm. dogs are great, but dogs are very, they're, they're very high maintenance. Mm. You can't leave a dog alone overnight or for like a day or two and go do your thing and know that the dog's going to be fine. No, you got to have someone there to babysit the dog, to take it out and take a shit and all that kind of stuff. Dogs require a lot more attention than cats do. And so that was another thing that I'm like, I work long hours. I, I, I have, when I was doing the armored car thing, I worked a lot of weird hours, a lot of different weird days, different shifts, different hours. And I didn't want to be tied down to the house where, well, if I want to go do something, I either have to bring the dog with me to everything because I fucking hated doing that. Or I, I got to find someone to dog sit or whatever. I hated doing that where I like right now. Yeah. If I go more than a couple of days, then yeah, I need someone to check on the cats, mm -hmm. but an overnighter or even a two dayer, it's like, ah, the cats, they got a fresh litter box. They got food and water. They're good for a couple of days before I need someone to check on them because I've done that. And you know, I come home and they're fine. They're like, oh, you're back. Yay. You know, feed me bitch. You know, that's kind of what they think. And that's fine. That works for me. But a dog, on the other hand, the dog would have ate the house by the time I would have come home, even from an overnighter. That's just how the dog was. You know what I think is cool? What's I that? just want to address this. We just got shut down, yet we still have 21 people watching again. I think that's pretty cool. Nice. So yeah, they, they came back quick. Yeah. Hit the like button, guys. It, I really appreciate that. By the way, Amos, no, I just have a new light, and that's why I look so bright. <laughs> yeah. Brian, welcome to the hip-hop channel. <laughs> yeah, so when it came to my divorce, um, she could have come after me for all kinds of things, and there was a point during the, the waiting period, because uh, at least in the state of Utah, we have, like most states in the union, it's a no-fault divorce where you can just, just get divorced because, but they want you to wait 90 days uh, before they'll finalize it and call it done. There's usually a bigger time period if you have children involved because then the state gets involved on their behalf. Thank God we didn't have kids, so didn't have to worry about that. Uh, and the only other time divorces tend to take longer is when you're bickering over stuff, you know, then, then it's, they're contesting things because I want this, I want that, whatever it may be. And I know guys that went right through the meat grinder that mm -hmm. it took them years to get divorced because, you know, both sides were being extremely petty about every little thing where for me, I'm like, you know, these are my stipulations beyond that. Take whatever the fuck you want. Well, she didn't want alimony. She threatened it later during the 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 the, the grace period, the the ninety day cooldown. She got hot and got cute one time and was like, "Well, I I could go for alimony." I'm like, "Try it, you know. You want to go there? Fine, fuck it. You know, come I'm I'm I yeah. Come at me, bitch. See what happens. 
you know, because I was like, oh, hell no. We already decided that wasn't going to happen. You didn't want alimony. I don't want alimony. But you want to play dirty, fine. You want to start this, I'll finish it. Bring it on. And I contacted an attorney. At that point, I was like, all right, from now on, if you're going to, you're going to talk shit like that, then you can talk to my attorney. You can, you can correspond to me through them because otherwise I'm not having it. It's, it's like, fuck you then, you know, Jesus. and you know, and she backed off that real quick when I did involve an attorney, you know, I had him send her a letter and a bunch of stuff. And, you know, she was like, wow, you're fucking serious. It's like, you should know me by now. You know, I'm not fucking all talk. I, I, you want to push, I push back. And so she backed off and the, the 90 days came and went and it never went nowhere. And we got divorced. You know, The judge fucking signed off on it. And from there, I cut all ties to her. It's like, well, we don't have kids. Thank God. So I don't have to deal with you about children and about child support and custody. And you're you're gone and out of my life. And that's how I want it. And so I don't talk to her. I haven't talked to her in years. The last time I did, she found my phone number or something. I don't remember how she got it because I changed all that shit up. But mm-hmm. she was able to get a hold of me, and it was right around the time my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. And she found out because she actually contacted. That's how she found out. She contacted my dad, mm-hmm. and that's how she got a hold of me. And was you know she tried to make it about her. You know, I'm so sorry that your mom's sick. And then she flips it and tries to make it be about her. And I'm like, look, this isn't about you. This is about my mom. This has nothing to do with you. And -hmm. it's like, you know, well, well, will you let me know when she dies? Yeah, I'll let you know if that's what you want to know. But I have a stipulation. And that is you don't fucking talk to me. You don't contact me until that time comes. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can't honor that then I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to tell you. And I will make sure there's no way you can get a hold of me. Well, two weeks later, she reached out to me again. So I was like, oh, two weeks. That's how long it lasted. You violated what we talked about. So I'm done. And that I haven't talked to her since. Hmm. So you actually tried to completely ghost on her. Uh, dude, I have gone completely ghost on her. Yeah, well, if she if she wants to get a hold of me now, the only way she can get a hold of me now is through written mail. She can mail me a letter because she's done that. Mm-hmm. You know that here we've been divorced going on this July it will be five years we've been divorced, and last year she tried to get a hold of me. It's been about six eight months. She sent me a letter because she had no other alternative. All my email addresses, all that shit, I've got her blocked on all of that through different filters that if she wants to email me, I don't even see it. They, they just, it automatically gets deleted. And if she sends me something through a new email address, because she's tried that, I just delete it and don't respond. She has mm-hmm. no way to get my phone number because all of the people that her and I know are mutual acquaintances. I've told them under no circumstances, do you give my number to her? You know, and they honor that. They're like, we get it, dude. And so she's tried because they've told me, yeah, your ex-wife tried to get your email or your phone number from him. Like, did you give it up? And they're like, no. And I'm like, good, because I know if she has it, I know who she got it from. You know, and then I won't give you my new phone number when I change it up, you know, because I don't want to talk to her. I have nothing more to say to her. You know, I don't, I don't hate her. But I have nothing more to say to her. She has nothing new to say, and I have nothing more to say. Mm-hmm. So, 
just move on with your life. Go on and do your thing and find whatever it is you seek. I'm going to go do my thing. It was a learning lesson. There's things that I regret about our marriage. There's things I don't regret. It was all, it, it's all good. Let's move on. Yeah, people tend to think that, that when you don't want to talk to them, you have certain feelings for them. But most of the time, it's a lack of feelings. Right. It's uh, it's genuine. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's neither love nor hatred. It's, what's the word again? I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this, Jack. No, All I can like say... Mm -hmm. All I can say is when I'm looking at some of these guys in the chat, uh, yes, Tempest, she has reached out a few times over the years. Um, Griffin 36, you're correct. She, she is, she is stalking me that she is. Um, she's, she's followed me on different social media. Cause obviously I'm, you know, I'm here. I am, I am public in that sense. For all I know, she's watching this right now. She could be, it's totally possible. But I've minimized it to a point where if I realize it's her, because there's been times that she tried to be clever and, but she outs herself. I, I know, I know when it's her, I know based on certain things she says that she can't help it, that I know it's her. And so then I just block. Otherwise I don't talk to her. I don't engage with her. I, I have no desire to know what's going on in her life. I don't care. You know, when I get updates about her, it's through other people. I don't ask for the updates. They volunteer and they're like, hey, did you know your ex-wife's now living over here? No, I, why do I care? I don't care where the fuck she lives. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, did you know that she got married again after you? And well, good for her. Good. Not my problem. I don't care. Did you know mm -hmm. the guy actually looks a lot like you? Wow, that's kind of fucked up, but okay, whatever. You know, Are we really surprised? No, not really. I remember he, when he was the boyfriend or whatever he was, he was being a simp because when I stopped talking to her, he, on her behalf, reached out to me. Oh. Hey, man. Oh, yeah. He reached out to me on social media and was like, hey, mm. man, you, you know, your ex-wife really wants to talk to you. You should talk to her. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, God, if the shoe was on the other foot and he was the ex-husband and I'm the new boyfriend. And she was telling me, Hey, can you reach out to my ex? I need to talk to him and he won't talk to me. I'd be like, you know what? No, you and I were done because obviously you ain't over him and you got shit to fucking figure out. And I am not getting involved in your bullshit with him. I've you know? hit her with the shoe, you know? And so, you know, with him, I didn't even respond to him. It's like, dude, I don't know you. You're, you're nobody to me. And so just block. It's like, yeah, you're gone. Bye. It's like, oh, you're the new boyfriend. Good for you. Have fun with that. You know, I'm out of here. I, I, I'd never even responded to him. It's like, why? He's, he's nobody to me. I don't know who the fuck he is. The word is indifference, by the way. I have there a nice story about that. There you I go. It's, yeah, I was indifferent that. to a lot, of, a lot of her bullshit. Um, Dre, what was the tipping point for me? Um, it was not just one thing. I had thought about it for some time. It was it was a uh, a lot of things over time led up to it. Uh, the only thing that I knew is there there did come a point. Uh, 
when I, when I had kind of decided that here we go, we're starting to get there. She decided, you know, she wanted to go to school and I'm going to learn to be a massage therapist and okay, whatever. And I, and I thought about it and I thought, well, if you follow through on that, that'll be a good way potentially for you to land on your feet when we're done because I was pretty much done. Well, she did school for about a month and then it was like, oh, that was hard. And that's when I dropped it because it was like, yeah, you're not going to finish what you started there. You've never finished anything you've started. I'm done. And we were laying in bed watching TV or something and she was babbling on about whatever. And, and it just fell out of my mouth. I just turned and looked at her and was like, I want a divorce. And the whole house went fucking silent. And she was like, what? And I was like, you heard me. I want out. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Life's too short. I don't, I, I just, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I'd rather be dead because that was my other option was, well, if I, if I have to stay in this, I'd rather be dead. I'd rather kill myself than keep doing this. And so, you know, of course she denial is a real thing. Because she never saw it coming. She was like, oh my God, I never saw this coming. I was like, really? I've been avoiding you. I spend more time at work that I'm surprised you haven't accused me of having an affair. Because I'm never home because I don't want to fucking be around you. And so I had any excuse I could to get out of the house. I was like, oh, I, I got to go do this. I got to go help my dad. I got to go and talk to my mom. I got to go do this, whatever. I got to get the fuck away. It's like, you didn't see this coming, really? You, this, is, this is a total surprise to you, but apparently it was. Whatever. But the guy that I was had died. That guy died. And that's what I told her was, don't consider this a divorce. Consider it a funeral. The guy you fell in love with, the guy that fell in love with you, he died. And this guy that you're looking at, he killed him. And this guy that, that you're talking to looks just like your husband, but he's not your husband. This is a totally different guy. And this guy doesn't hate you. He, he, he doesn't wish any ill will on you, but he's not. He doesn't love you, not in the way you want, and he never will. So let's call it done and let's move on. So hmm. that's yeah. You told me that before. It's just a change of a change of personality, like. There are situations where you grow as a person and yeah. the people around you just don't. Or they grow in a different direction. Either yeah. way, I think we're always growing. It's just, do you grow together? Or do you grow parallel, I guess, for lack of a better word? Or do you grow perpendicular? Or do you grow fucking 180 degrees? Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened between me and her. We grew in different directions. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, the guy that I am now, you know, or the guy at the time of the divorce, it's like that guy is, is not the same guy. This is not the guy that met you in 2007. This is a totally different guy. And this guy does not want to be with you. Mm -hmm. he, he, you know, no hard feelings, no ill will, no fuck you and die. Nothing. Just go away. Don't go away mad. Just go away. Yeah. And, and I still stand by that. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I don't have any animosity towards her, but she has a lot of drama, which she always had. And I chose to turn a blind eye to it. That's mm -hmm. my mistake. That's me choosing to ignore red flags. That's me choosing to create a fantasy that wasn't real. 
And, and I, I was punching myself every day in the face, basically. And it got to a point where I'm tired of punching myself in the face. And so I either need to get out or I need to put a bullet in my head and call it done because I can't do this anymore. I'm sick of it. Mm. And but it took some balls to walk away. I mean, okay, I've not, I've never been married. Like the closest thing I got was a one and a half year relationship that just, that just, I mean, every night there was fighting and just a a want to go away and not doing it. Right. You actually had, the, you were in a marriage which well, had way here, here, bigger consequences. Right, right. But here's the thing, Jack, and, and maybe this is, and, and I'm sure there might be some guys in the chat or someone who watches this later and they can relate. Uh, this is what I call rock bottom. Okay. Mm -hmm. You hit a point where you literally, I mean, you may in a, in a sense, you may have things to lose like money, your home, your kids, whatever. Again, I don't have kids, so I can't, I can't speak on that one. So I don't know what that's like, you know, being a father and now you got custody issues. I, I don't know what that's like. And I don't envy guys who've gone through that. I do not envy them. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I do know that I got to a point that nothing mattered. Mm -hmm. All it came down to was if I have to do this for one more fucking day, I'm going to end my life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to end it because I would rather be dead than continue doing this for another day. Okay. That when suicide became a very real and very appealing option, you know, that I'm like, God, I, I would rather be dead than continue doing this. That's when it really hit me that you're done, dude, because I don't really want to die because otherwise I wouldn't be here because I would have shot myself and called it a day. Okay. But that's where I got that. It's like, you know what? Nothing matters. I don't care if, you know, if she really wants the house, I will burn the fucker down. That's how I felt about it. That it's like, if she really wants to fight over the house, I will burn it to the ground. Fuck them. I would rather do that than fight over it and deal with that in court. Uh, you know, that it's like, I will burn it all down. I will destroy the motorcycles. I will fucking shoot up the guns and then throw them in a goddamn grinder so that you can't even get them. They'll be scrap metal. There will be nothing left for you to take because I'll mm -hmm. destroy the few things that do matter to me. Because that's where I was at. And, and then at that point, I would have probably took my own life. Because fuck it. There's no point at that point. That's where I got. I, I hit rock bottom. That it's mm -hmm. like there is no other direction other than up. And that's when I just got to that. You know, it, that it's like, fuck you. Make me. Fuck you. Try me. Fuck you. Push me. See what happens. Well, because yeah. I don't care anymore and i still carry a lot of that residue i guess because i don't care now i've had people oh dude do you really want to talk about that fuck it why not what what are they mm. going to do oh they're going to deplatform me i'll show up somewhere else the oh well this will happen i don't care oh they're going to dox me fuck them i don't care Oh, no. good you mentioned that. Good thing you mentioned that. First, real quick, nonstop great. Thank you for the three for the two dollar super chat. Half hour mark. Okay, guys, the sponsors are in the chat. Fuck off, not gonna do that. But funny thing you should mention doxing because I remember what I told you on Monday. 
and it fits real perfectly with the not caring part, which I didn't have, which I didn't do as much as I thought I did. But about the doxing thing, apparently my former associates found out about all of this. Mm. And a while Jack back, got revealed. Was oh. it really? Well, was it really? You know the fun thing about that? Bull Rush or Houston Subgirl posted that picture of a girl on a leash. Yeah. And I retweeted that and I said, girls are pets or women are pets. I can't even remember, which yeah. was in the theme of that picture. Right. And I also tweeted out a while back, be a good woman, uh, how to be a good woman, one, be thin, two, shut up. Just outrageous. It was to be outrageous. Yeah, you're just it didn't catch provocative, up. poking the bear. I, yeah. I get it. Okay, but one of my close friends who thinks, well, he doesn't, he's not as extreme as I am, but he, he, he's read the rational mail, things like that, married, has a kid. He has a brother-in-law. And that brother-in-law, well, I, I won't go into detail, but apparently he found me. What he did was make screenshot shots of my tweets, uh -huh. send them to his wife, his wife showed it to her sister, who is married to that close friend of mine. So instead of DMing me, like, hey, I found you, no, he does. His, he let his wife do the thing. Oh, okay, so, so he's being a bitch. I gotcha. I woke up Monday morning with a text message from my good friend, like, hey, you've been compromised. And for some odd reason, now hear me out because it has a good conclusion. Okay. Hear me out on this one. I kind of freaked out. Because for some odd reason, my state of mind fell back to when I was still hanging around with them. I haven't seen them in years, on purpose, by the way. I haven't seen them in years on purpose because I became very indifferent to them. Like, hey, you are choosing to go that way. I do not want to join you on that way. Sure. And for some odd reason, I, I kind of panic, like, oh, shit. And when we have uh, birthday parties or we have social events, I'm going to be confronted with what I'm saying on the Internet and blah, blah, blah. And people are going to find out who I am. And for some odd reason, like uh, an hour or two afterwards, I kind of calmed down. And I thought to myself, hold on. You haven't talked to them in years. They haven't messaged you. You don't have a personal Facebook. You don't have a personal Instagram. You don't have a personal anything. So there's nowhere they can tag you with all of this. The people who they can tell what you are doing on the net right now are people you haven't talked to in years for a very good reason. And the only thing that's really changed is, well, some people know what you're doing right now. And the social occasions where you might be confronted with all of this is up to you whether you go there or not. Hmm? And then I kind of realized that, indeed, what does it all matter? What re what does it really matter in all of this? Like, you got doxxed. I, I didn't really got doxxed. I got doxxed the other way around. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Jack Nipier got doxxed. <laughs> Well, you know, but, no, it's, I, I get what you're saying. Um, the way I, I look at it is like, if someone wanted to come after me, we're going to expose Rob. 
It's like, do I have a personal Facebook page? Yeah, I do. And some of you guys follow me on it. So you know my real name and it is Rob, but you'll see the other part of my name. Well, the only thing I can figure is, well, you can't hurt my job because my boss follows me on a lot of this stuff. So he knows what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And as long as I'm not shit talking the job and mentioning the name of the job, he can care less because he's already told me that. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, so the job doesn't give a fuck. So who can you, who can you go after if you try to hurt me through a third party? Well, I don't have a current girlfriend, anyone serious, so you can't hurt me there. Uh, you can go after my dad. Yeah, good luck with that one. Have fun with that one. You think I could be potentially scary? Where do you think I learned it from? Go right. have fun with him. He'll fuck you up. You know, so you want to go after my old man? Go, yeah, go have fun with that. You know, you'd probably be better off coming after me than coming after him. Go for it. Have fun with that one because mm -hmm. that's a guy I still don't want to fuck around with. But go have fun. See what happens. Or you can show up at my door. Well, I already know how I'm going to answer the door, so bring it on. Otherwise, you can't hurt me. You know, I'm not doing this as an online brand where I'm selling books and videos and courses and all that, so you can't hurt me financially. So, fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know, I literally have nothing to lose. Oh, you get me deplatformed, so I can't be on YouTube. Well, I've got backup accounts. I've got BitChute. I've got other options that... Those are plans B, C, D, all the way through Z, that if I really want to take the time and the effort to get back up, I can. Or yeah. I can just come on your show or other people's shows. There's always, you know, there. all you're doing is slowing me down, but you're not going to stop me. Mm -hmm. yeah, you've been a pretty good host tonight. I, I don't have to do shit today. <laughs> I really don't have to do much. I mean, by <laughs> God, man, what happened? What got you all talkative? Uh, you know, it, I've, it, it's number one, I took today and uh, I took a couple of days off because I needed it, what, what it was originally going to be. Uh, Vince and TJ were supposed to come out this weekend. Mm -hmm. We were going to do the village by the lake. They were going to stay here with me and we were going to hang out and do a bunch of shit. Well, they found out that Utah right now has got this quarantine in place, stay, you know, shelter in place order going on that if you're flying in from another state or coming in from somewhere else, you have to be quarantined for 14 days, blah, blah, blah. So they decided, Hey, you know, that's not going to work mm -hmm. uh, because they got jobs, lives, all that. So they, they we're going to have to reschedule that. And, mm -hmm. and that's fine. It's like, Hey, yeah, well, we're probably going to end up doing it in, in September at some point. So great, they're going to come back out anyway, but I took some days off originally for that, but I also realized I needed a mental health break from my job because I've been run ragged because we're half force doing about two thirds of the workload. They fired them too soon, didn't they? Yeah, they, they laid them off too fucking soon because everybody fucking panicked. And I really hope that some heads end up on spikes on the corporate level when this thing is done. I really do, because there were some bad decisions that were made. And it's like, ah, oh, you, you guys panicked and you didn't get it. The, you know, you should have done this in a staggered formation, whatever, but it is what it is. But I was, I've been pretty edgy the last little bit because of the job. And it's like, I need some fucking time off. And so today was my first day off. Friday was my first day off. And so I got to sleep in and it's like, oh my God, that was a miracle. It's like, wow, I usually don't get that opportunity. And, and it was like, ah, already I'm enjoying, you know, the first of five days off. 
this is nice. And then it was, you know, hey, Vince was like, hey, you know, we were going to do a masculine geek broadcast, but TJ decided to be a loser and go to work instead. And I'm like, yeah, what a loser. I'm not going to do that. Fuck them guys. You know, I want my time off, man. And so I had him come on the Salt Lake sit down. And we did some stuff. We had some chats. It's all in there. If you guys want to go to my channel, check it out. It's a good time. Some of you guys were already there, so you're not missing nothing. And then I know tomorrow I'm hanging out with Skelton. We're going to do another Salt Lake sit down. But it's just kind of getting out of the work groove for a minute. And I've been drinking a lot today. I'm not drunk right now, but I was fucking drunk earlier today. And, and so, and, and some other fun shit came up that, you know, I had a little adventure right before I went on with, uh, Nick August and bull rush. And, you know, as I locked myself out of the house, so I had to uh, fucking walk two and a half miles one way and two and a half miles back to get back in my house. That was a lot of fun. And, and it made me realize, you know, that, wow, you know, cause I had left my phone in the house, uh, grabbed the wrong set of keys and then locked myself out. So I was totally locked out. It's like, well, I can't get a hold of nobody. And even the people I can get a hold of, they're not really close to me physically to help me out. So I'm on my own. I got to figure this out. What do I got to do? Well, you're going to have to go walk over to your dad's house and get the spare key and fucking walk all the way back. And so that's what I did. You know, I, I fucking sucked it up, walked over there, walked back, got back in my house and here I am. Hmm. And, and some of the guys have asked some good stuff. You know, like I said, I, I thought my origin story about my marriage, I, I thought that was old hat. I thought everybody knew about that because God knows I've talked about it in other broadcasts with other people before. Hmm. And, I, and I thought for sure I'd talked about it even with you in some of our earlier yeah, the, the earlier episodes. Maybe that was the case. But, you know, when Dre was asking, it's like, oh, Dre, Dre didn't know. Okay. Yeah, well, we you know? have new we have new guys. I mean, my oh, yeah. Twitter. My Twitter is growing. The channel is growing. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's mine. So, yeah, and, and, and I realize that, that it's like not everybody goes back and watches the early shit. Not everybody catches every broadcast because everybody's got fucking lives. They got shit to do. They got other shit to watch. You know, they're, they, they, don't, they don't always want to watch an old man running his mouth. And so they want to watch cat videos or guitars or whatever. And so, the, you know, you only have so many hours in the day and you got to dedicate them to what's important to you. And... So, you know, hearing Dre asking about my, my marriage where it's like, oh, this is new to you. Okay, well, yeah, I can go over. I'll give you the high-level version. I mean, I could spend, you know, fucking hours talking about that, but why? It's boring. It's like it, it, it ended really well compared to some people I know. It ended worse than other people I know. You know, some people, you know, they're still very close to their ex-wives or ex-husbands. They, they have a very good relationship, whether the kids are involved or not. Sometimes they have kids involved. Uh, I'm just glad that I didn't have kids with her. I'm just glad that we didn't have that because I wanted to cut all ties. And it's like, no, I just, but that's kind of how I am. When I, when a relationship that I've been in, even all the way back to when I first started dating when I was a teenager, when the relationship ended, whether I ended it or they ended it, there was always that bullshit talk of, oh, yeah, we're going to be friends. And, and maybe we meant it, but it never happened. And, and to me, it's just a simple matter of, well, that's a chapter that's now closed. Why do I want to revisit it? It's not meant to be harsh or mean. It's just I, you're part of my past now. You know, that's how I look at my ex-girlfriend. She's a great gal. Yeah, she fucked up. She said some stupid shit. She did some dumb shit. She gets to own that. 
Okay. I did some stupid shit. I said some stupid shit. I get to own that. Uh, I still think very highly of her. She's a good person. She is someone that if she reaches out and texts me and wants to talk a little bit, I'll talk to her. I have nothing against her, so I will, but I don't feel the need. Well, and I, it's not the same. Absolutely. Not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's totally I had not. a similar experience the past week where I was confronted with the fact that indeed, I don't have to worry about them anymore. It is like, most of the situations that could occur are in your own control. Absolutely. And, and that's what I learned. That was one of the things I learned when I looked into the abyss and was looking down the barrel of a gun. Because I did. I looked down the barrel of a gun. I picked up one of my guns and I was looking down the barrel of that gun. And mm -hmm. it was this great big eye looking back at me. And, but I, that's when I realized I'm not powerless. I have a say, even if it means in the absolute worst case, if it means I end my own life, it mm -hmm. is my choice because I don't have to do this. There's nothing obligating me other than myself. That, yeah, we made vows because she threw everything at me. You know, you said forever and blah, 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 and, you know, and all that honor and virtue and all the shit they throw at you guys. Hmm. They, and, and they will. On some level, they will. They'll throw that at you. You have a choice that, you know, especially, you know, to me, I look at it from the, the whole equality perspective. Okay, well, women want equal rights. Well, you know what? We get them too. That means like in no-fault divorce. Oh, well, women can divorce a guy for no reason whatsoever. Well, a guy can divorce a woman for no reason whatsoever. He doesn't have to explain himself anymore like it used to be back in the day before no-fault divorce. Okay, back in the day, it had to be adultery, neglect. Uh, there was a couple other ones, prison. And uh, God, I don't can't remember what else there was, but there was only a handful of reasons you could get a divorce. Well, that all changed with no fault, but that's not just for the women. That's for you too as a guy. Okay. Yeah. You may end up going through the meat grinder. It, it can happen. I know guys, I've heard the horror stories and I feel for them. I really do. But at the end, you still have a choice. Yeah. And I just got yeah. to a point where I was like, no, you know, fuck no, I can imagine. And this is a kind of where TJ and I come in because we're the new generation. Right. Like, you, TJ, nonstop Dre. He's like 23. Yeah. So he's the fucking pup in the group right, right. now. And what I mean by that, like you guys, like you, uh, Cooper, Aaron. Yeah, that's old uh, timers Aaron holding Bob, the torch. Like you went through it and told yeah. us, don't do it because it's not worth it. So us in 20 years could tell you what really happens if you don't do it. Right. Which yeah. would be interesting. I'm looking Absolutely. forward to that. No, well, I hope so because I've already said it, Jack. I If I'm still fucking doing this in 20 years, mm -hmm. I have failed you. I have failed all those guys in the chat and I have failed myself because I don't want to be fucking 68 years old 
talking about red pill shit. I want to get on with my life at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I I don't like want to be doing this for 20 years. To be unless honest, it's just strictly for the enjoyment. Well, I hope you are. But mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You know, you young guys are going to have to pick up the torch at some point because I know I'm not going to carry it forever. It's like, fuck mm-hmm. that. I, I want to get on with life, man. Yeah. There, there's other shit to do than, uh, than talk about getting divorced and, and whamming and all that. It's like, guys, women are great. They are. I love them. But they mm-hmm. ain't all that. They, they, they're not the be all end all I mean, and they're I, just people. I think that'll happen slowly, but surely that you get that transition. You do. We will get the transition where TJ and I are going to probably work more together where it's like, okay, we've been through this. We've read the rational mill. Rolo is now on to fiction. Finally. Yeah. We hope <laughs> <laughs> that will be cool though. Yeah. If he starts writing fiction, I hope he does. I really do. I, yeah, I, I hope he does. Uh, and, and, and not to sh- not to disrespect the whole red pill work. No, but, but he, it stands I, I, on its own. I think he said it all. Yeah, he like, said there, it all with this it, it, final red pill and religion. I honestly think Rolo has said all he needs to say. And so, yeah, why not move for a on? reason? It's a meme yeah. for a reason. I have a yeah. post about that. That's a meme for a reason. And again, I mean, it's great. But what do we do now? And again, that's where TJ and I are going to come in. Word of the day. Thank you, Nonstop Dre, for the $2 super chat. Well, Stoicism. And, yeah. and that's it. That's what people try to make stoicism out to be something big. I look at it as stoicism in a nutshell to me is you're going to have good times. You're going to have bad times. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get through them unless you choose not to. You know, your, your life is going to be good until it's not. Then life's going to suck until it doesn't. And you're going to have moments where life is good. You're going to have moments where it sucks. Okay. And, and as a collective whole, we're kind of in a moment that sucks right now. No, you know, but whole, not really, but it kind of does. You know, it definitely makes me, you know, appreciate the, the pre-pandemic. I could, I'll say that, that it's like, ah, yeah, there's certain things because everyone's being pussies. But we'll get through it and we'll move on and life will go on. It, it, it'll it probably look a little different than what it does pre-virus, but we'll get through it and we'll move on. And it's, it's the same for all you guys out there. Whatever relationship that you're in, you're not in. Um, I, I, I've seen this in the past. There was a guy, I wish I could remember who the fuck it was. Uh, there was guys on Twitter moaning about wanting a girlfriend, wanting a wife. It was it was these guys that follow some of the patriarch crowd. And these guys, these young guys, these 23-year-old guys like Dre, they were moaning and, and complaining about wanting a wife, wanting a girlfriend. And then some fucking dude that is around my age just pops in and he's like, God, you guys bitching and moaning about wives. God, you can have mine. And I thought, there you go. You know, all these guys complaining and it's like, and here's a guy that can't get rid of his wife. Yeah. You know, that, that there's your stoicism. It's got, you know, and I, I thought about that and I thought, guys, you, you want a woman so bad. I'll hook you up with my ex-wife. Oh God. Yeah. I'll, I'll oh, give you my ex-wife and you guys will come running back to me going, Oh my God, I understand why you got divorced and be like, see, they ain't all that guys. I mean, yeah, we had our good moments, but we had some shit moments and I just got tired of all of it. And so let me end on this. You do. Let me end on this note. When you've had a couple of them, if they like you, they all act the same. 
They really do, and they, they all really feel the same. You're up in them, guys. They all feel the fucking same. There's no such thing as bad pussy. There's just some better than others. You know, this girl might know a few little tricks. Well, how did she learn that? She oh, yeah. fucked a lot of dudes, or she fucked a couple of dudes a lot. Okay, so you're get you're benefiting from some prior experience that she had. So yeah, she's a hoe, whatever you want to call her, because I guarantee you, a girl that hasn't lot has had a lot of experience is gonna suck in bed. Okay, and so you got to be the one to train her at that point, and then realize more likely than not, she's probably gonna move on at some point because she has all the incentive to go and none of the penalties to pay or the consequences. That's the whole meaning behind. She's not yours. It's just your turn. Mm -hmm. okay? And so you, you look at it to go, they, they move on. So you enjoy your time with them while it lasts. You, you make the most of every day you're with them. And then when they go, you can be pissed off or you can be not pissed off. It's your choice. You know, I was heartbroken when the ex-girlfriend decided to end it. But instead of wallowing in it and, and drinking myself to death or committing suicide or pining after, what did I do? I, I got up. I was like, ah, fuck, that sucked. I didn't see that coming. I got blindsided and I'm the red pill guy, you know, or one of them anyway. And I even got blindsided then as I fell into comfortable patterns. It happens. Okay. But I also knew the odds were, yeah, this is probably not going to last till the, till the day I die unless I die tomorrow. And then, then my problems are over. Okay. But she moves on. Okay. You want to move on. That sucks for me, but you know what? Life goes on and I've met other women and it's like, Oh, okay. You know, me and Jack have had our little gentle notch count race where Jack's pulling way ahead of me right now. Oh and yeah. Then, damn. By the you're way. kicking my ass, but you know what? I'm all right with that. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah. I'm busy drinking and talking shit on the internet and dealing with my job and the whole pandemic. I, I, I really don't give a fuck about women right now. And so I don't care. But once this thing ends and whatnot, I'm sure I'll get back in there. I'll hit a point where, yeah, I need some new strange. And so I'll go out and I'll fucking find somebody and we'll go home and bump uglies and, and maybe we'll bump uglies a lot, or maybe we'll only bump uglies once or twice. And then that'll be that. And I'll move on again. And, and it's guys, it'll be the same for you. You'll have your moments. You'll enjoy them, enjoy them while they last and realize that then when it sucks, you realize this sucks. And then, but it too shall pass. It really does. Unless you choose to not let it pass. Okay. This is where you get to take your life back. This is where you get to decide what you want to do. And yeah. so I, I'm saying this to, you know, to you, Jack, to you, Dre, especially if you're 23, man, you got a long time ahead of you, bro. Okay. I wouldn't even be worrying about pussy until you're in your mid thirties. Do your thing, whatever that is. I, I, and I'm not going to be the guru of go and lift weights and get this job and be an entrepreneur. And then, and then, and then fuck it, dude. Do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, okay. Watson and I talk about that all the time on the coffee cast. Because Watson and I are in the same situation. And slowly but surely, we're, we are really understanding the whole, again, what happened to me on Monday. Like, that's all up to you. That's right. And for people wondering the coffee cast, you can get that for one buck a month on Patreon. It's something and I like, would recommend it. I would recommend it, guys. Get it. It's for a dollar. You're getting you're getting way more than that dollar's worth because I, I know who Watson is. He's been on the show before. He's a smart guy. Jack's a smart guy. Mm -hmm. And these two smart guys together, I, I guarantee you, you're, you're going to get some wisdom there that you're not going to even get from an old fuck like me. All right. <laughs> we me, do our best. 
Yeah, but it is interesting to see because, and and Cappy has mentioned this before. The you, uh, for people who don't know, Cappy is a very angry boomer, and um, he doesn't know how to write, but he keeps trying. And we're waiting for a book. Didn't he? Didn't now? he do I, a podcast once or twice? Uh, I, I don't know. Bunghole Consulting or Casualty? Something I don't like know. that. It's called something like that. He's he's very angry for how high he reaches from the ground. I've never well, seen a midget like scream that loud. Yeah, but that's what happens. He's got a Napoleon complex. That's just the way he is. Finally, somebody put it into words. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And, and there you go, Dre. With a big hat. Like, no shit. He'd be. He would be Napoleon. There you go, Dre. Don't chase girls, but some girls chase you. There you go. I, I've. If you, Dre, if you're not already subscribed to my channel on YouTube, go check it out. Because I have a video about that that literally is called Stop Chasing Women. And mm -hmm. I did it over a year ago. And I, I've got all kinds of shit that it's like me talking to you live, except I'm not. It's the same kind of shit we're doing right now. Just check it out. Have a good mm -hmm. time. Enjoy your lives, guys. Do what the fuck you want. Uh, stop looking for someone else to save you. You got to save yourselves because I ain't going to save you. Jack ain't going to save you. The fucking president of the country is not going to save you. Big daddy government ain't going to save you. Religion isn't going to save you. You got to save yourselves. So you decide what the fuck you want to do and then do that, whatever it is. And you get to change your mind whenever the fuck you want. You know, you decide you're going to go down this road for a while and check it out. Cool. And eh, it's not looking the way you want it to look. Okay. So fuck it. Go do something else. Who cares? You know, because at the end of the day, dude, nobody fucking cares. Okay. Nobody gives a shit. And that's not meant to be nihilistic Even and pessimistic. It's, it's, It'll free you if you let it. That nobody gives even, a shit. Even if you have a washing line across your room, nobody cares. There you go. Do they, Ron? That is a beautiful <laughs> way to bring it full circle. You're absolutely right, Jack. Fuck it. Nobody, nobody cares. Cares. You got a, a clothesline across your room. Fuck it. Hang it up. Bingo. Don't hang it up. Do your thing, guys. Whatever it is. Would you take us out appropriately? Hey, guys. To quote the, the that angry midget boomer, toodles.